Shilian was momentarily stunned. A foregone memory was like a dust-covered picture, and when he tried to wipe it clean, it was still blurry. He loosened his hand and picked up that flower, solemn and speechless. Hua Chang put down the brush and quietly ground the ink. What is it? he asked. Shilian smiled. Nothing, he said. It's just that this flower is refreshing. I've always liked it. It wasn't so rare to see offerings of flowers in temples and palaces. Only most would use bright red or purple. Large bouquets of fresh flowers or handmade fake ones that would never wilt. After a pause, Shillian said, Could it be that Crimson Rain sought flower, sought for this kind of flower? Hua Chang smiled. Gurga has a premonition of gods. In between laughter, the two finally completed a set of compositions together, and the subject was still those four verses. Hua Chang picked it up to admire it, looking very pleased. And pretty good, frame it, he said. Hearing him say pretty good, Shilin erred. When he heard him say frame it, he erred again. You're not thinking of hanging it on the wall, are you? he asked. If his deceased teachers were to see Shilin's involvement in such a set of compositions, they'd probably rise from the dead to haunt him as zombies. However, Hua Chang only laughed. No, he said, I'm keeping it for myself. I'm not showing this to anyone. Just then, the two heard a faint series of screaming from the outside. Fire, someone shouted. Fire, Paradise Manor is on fire. It was exceedingly quiet inside the main hall of Chendung Temple, and since the two possessed stronger-than-normal senses, the moment they heard, they instantly looked at each other. Shayan blurted out, Paradise Manor again? The words already left his lips before he realized it was silly to say again. Hua Chang didn't seem worried, however, and unhurriedly put away the compositions. No need to worry, Goga, he said. Just sit here and relax. I'll be back shortly. As if Shilian could just sit back and relax. I'll come with you, he said, and hastily followed, feeling a little upset. He thought, how come? Every time I come here, Paradise Manor gets set on fire. Shilian's title of God of Misfortune was about to be ratified yet again. Although this time it had nothing to do with him, being sorry was practically a habit by now. The two of them rushed back to Paradise Manor, and on the way, the entire main street was heavy with smoke. Little ghosts and monsters were screaming and howling as they ran back and forth with buckets of water. When they saw Hua Chang and Shilin arriving, they called out, My lord, don't worry, your old lordship, the fire ain't big, it's already put out. Hua Chang didn't show any response, but Shilin, however, let out a breath of relief and said gently, Thank goodness, thanks for everyone's hard work. The little ghosts hadn't expected any kind of gratitude and the thanks for your hard work 
came from the Lord's friend, no less. So they all became excited with delight. Not hard, it's nothing major, they shouted. It's our duty. Only then did Shirin realize that for him to show gratitude was rather inappropriate because he wasn't the master of this establishment. However, since Hua Chang himself hadn't said anything, if Shirin said something, it wouldn't be too horrible. He reprimanded himself mentally and stopped worrying. The two entered Paradise Manor and looked at where the arson started, and sure enough, it was only a small area, nothing more than the corner of an insignificant small house. No wonder the fire was extinguished so fast. Yet after this was confirmed, Shilian became alarmed. He turned to Hua Chang. The arsonist wasn't trying to play an ignorant, gutsy prank, and this wasn't just for torching something either, more like a red herring, attracting everyone's attention away, he said. But if that was the case, then what was the distraction for? In a flash, Shilian figured it out. That fetus spirit, he shouted. Before, when they left Paradise Manor, even having walked a long way, the fetus spirit continued to wail and cry, the sound of its sobbing sharp to the ears, even calling for its mother at times. Yet now, that voice was gone. The two of them rushed to a side chamber outside the main hall of Paradise Manor to check. When the two had left, Hua Chang had casually placed the clay pot that contained the fetus spirit on a desk. Before them, that clay pot was still there, but when Shirin reached out and grabbed it, he immediately felt that the weight was different. It was too light. When he opened it, sure enough, there was nothing inside. There was no way that whatever was locked up within the clay pot could break that seal. Shirin immediately said, Someone let the fetus spirit loose. Hua Chang, however, didn't look fast at all. It was stolen, he said. The thing was injured in the troop of butterflies and badly wounded. It couldn't get far on its own. Then that's easy to take care of, Shilin responded. Sun Lang, does your paradise manor have guards that patrol the premises? Check if they saw anyone suspicious. There aren't any, Ho Chang said. Shilin bleaked. None? Yeah, Ho Chang replied. There's never been any. No wonder... When Shilin snuck around Paradise Manor the last time, there were no guards to be seen. Shilin had once thought that it was because they were hidden so well that he didn't notice. But he didn't realize that there actually weren't any at all. Slightly stunned, he said, You're that lax about Paradise Manor? Gurga, have you ever paid attention to the doors in Paradise Manor? Hua Chang asked. Shilin thought about it and replied, no, I haven't. Could it be that there's something extraordinary about them? Correct, Hua Chang said. He pointed at the set of doors to the side chamber and said, If one is not the master of this establishment, then those who take without permission what was originally inside that didn't belong to them, even just one item, they will not be able to open the doors and they will be trapped inside the room. Shailin recalled the last time he came to Paradise Manor, 
At the time, he had always opened doors with dice, and when he finally left, it was through the whirlwind created by the Windmaster, raising the roof, avoiding leaving through the doors. Those were all images of violence, and the more Shailen remembered, the more he thought that he should stop thinking, feeling slightly ashamed. After a pause, he then asked, Then say if Sun Lang was to steal a spiritual device from me and kept it within Paradise Manor, since I was the original owner of the device, can I not take it away? Ho Chang raised his brows. Of course not, he said. Once it's in my hands, it's mine. But don't wrong me, Goga. I would never steal any of your spiritual devices. Shilin cleared his throat. Of course, I knew that. That's why I said, if. Besides, I don't really have any spiritual devices worth stealing anyway. Ho Chang's jokes ended there. He smiled, then continued. So, to steal something from me without notice is impossible. Naturally, there's no need for gods. Shilin's first reaction was, the one who stole the fetus spirit didn't leave through the doors and employed a different method. But looking around, the side chamber's roof showed no damage. The floors looked pristine, and the walls were fine too, not a trace of any break-in. He couldn't help but come up with a more skin-crawling thought. Could it be that the one who stole the fetus spirit hadn't left and was still in the side chamber? Although there wasn't anywhere in the side chamber to hide, still, there were plenty of ways in the world to go invisible. Maybe that thief was near them this very moment, quietly watching their every action. Shirlin looked around intently, vigilant of any odd movement in the air. Yet whether it was his eyes or his instincts, both told him that there was no third person or ghost. He might have to pursue a different train of thought. Just then, Ho Chang chuckled. There's no need for Goga to be concerned, he said. I have my own way of finding the fetus spirit thief. He actually looked very confident. Shilin turned to him, and after musing for a moment, Shilin became pleasantly optimistic as well. The two waited in silence. After a while, a sound of commotion came closer, and a large group of ghosts, demons, and monsters all came pouring in, gathering outside the side chamber like a flock of flappy birds. My lord, one shouted, what does your old lordship desire, calling us over? At minimum, this crowd was close to a thousand in number. Had it not been for the large courtyard, and chambers of Paradise Manor, they might not have all fit. The one who brought them was that masked man, and he reported to Hua Chang. My lord, he said, everyone who appeared on the streets today should all be here. The ghost city is also locked down, so no one can leave. It was the same voice of that young man from the last time, and Shilin couldn't help but steal a glance at him. The ghosts cried, my lord, did you catch the one who set the fire? They even sang something was stolen. They're tired of living or want to die again, or what? So insolent, setting fires and stealing shit. They dare mess with the great ancestor. There's no way my lord will let him go. 
although that crowd of ghosts wasn't talking about him, as the one who set the building on fire the last time kidnapped a person and was let go by Hua Chang. Shilin felt like he was pierced by countless arrows. He softly cleared his throat, feeling more and more guilty. He peeked a look at Hua Chang, but coincidentally met eyes with him as he also swept an unreadable look over, and Shilin immediately dropped his gaze. Then he could hear Hua Chang say flatly, The one who stole the fetus spirit can come forward themselves. Don't waste my time. The crowd was shaken. Among us, they asked. I thought it was something from the outside, said one. Who the hell is it? Just go forward already, they shouted. A moment later, the wave had calmed, but no one came forward. Ho Chang said, Very good, brave as expected. Men on the left, women on the right. Divide and line up. Although the demons and ghosts were puzzled, they didn't dare to disobey Ho Chang's word. They immediately did as they were told, forming two large groups. The male ghosts squished on the left, their voices rough. The female ghosts were therefore on the right, each seductive and flirtatious. Ho Chang and Shilin shared a look, then went directly to the right side, walking through the female ghosts, tossing them looks, going through ten with each sweep of their eyes. After many steps, when Shilin walked past another female ghost, he paused slightly. This female ghost wore a long dress, her face heavy with layers of white powder, terrifyingly pale, her real face indiscernible. However, that exaggerated pretty face was somewhat familiar. Shilin called out, My lady, Nan Chang. That female ghost was taken aback, as if she was the one who just saw a ghost. Sure enough, it was that female ghost, Lan Chang, who had clung to him on the streets of Ghost City, fought with the boar butcher, laughed at his saying that he can't get erect, and spread that word around. After shaking off her shock, she put her hands on her hips and raised her head. What? she asked. You're the one who said you can't get it up. I didn't wrong you. You're gonna seek revenge and tell on me to my lord? Although the female ghosts were all a little nervous, hearing her, they still giggled softly. Ho Chang walked over too, and even though his expression wasn't readable, that female ghost, Lan Chang, was still a little afraid, becoming demure and no longer stirring anything up. Shilin said gently, My lady can talk however she wants about a joke like that. However, that fetus spirit has harmed many. It's blood heavy, and it shouldn't be let loose, so please return it. Even with a heavy foundation on Lan Chang's face, it was still obvious that her face became paler. She backed up in a hurry, but since she was in a crowd of other female ghosts, she didn't get very far before she was caught, sealing her chance of escape and so she could only cry. I don't know what you're saying. What fetus spirit? Please return it, Shilin said. Return what? I don't have it, she shouted. You're accusing me of stealing from my lord's house, but everyone knows that there's no way anything can be taken from my lord's house. Whatever we take, we can't take it out. The crowd of ghosts all agreed, 
Yeah, that's right. They all knew, and even the poor butcher was grumbling. Lan Chang added, Paradise Manor, on fire, only just happened. I'd been on the street, and I never left. Even if I stole anything, I wouldn't have had the time to hide it. As she spoke, she opened her arms, showing off her empty hands, and even lifted her dress to prove that she wasn't hiding anything. However, Shailian pointed out, My lady, the last time I met you, it was freezing cold, but you still dressed so lightly. Today, the day is beautiful, and yet you're wearing a long dress. Why the sudden change? Are you hiding something? It was only after he brought it up that the other ghosts realized. Lan Chang usually dressed revealingly, and to have Shailian say lightly was already very polite. On the streets, she'd almost be exposing her cleavage. However, today she was wearing a long dress, covering her legs and waist completely. Exceedingly strange. Besides, earlier, when Hua Chang was taking Shailian around to stroll through the ghost city streets, and the crowd of ghosts were hollering, stuffing them with dishes, they didn't see Lan Chang, who loved to show off and curse on the streets, passionately proclaiming, It's not me. He's the one who can't get it up. And so they became agitated. Shelian explained slowly, You didn't take what didn't belong to you. You only took what was part of you. That fetus spirit is in your belly at this very moment. If the fetus spirit thief had no other ways to leave and didn't stick around in the side chamber, then there could only be one explanation. That thief left the front doors openly. If the fetus spirit was already born, then it would be a child, an independent person. However, that fetus spirit was forcibly removed from its mother's womb before it reached term. Therefore, if its mother stuffed it back into her belly, then naturally it'd count as something that belonged to her. No, it should be said, the fetus spirit was no different than a piece of her flesh, a part of her body. After all, the blood bond between mother and child was thick, and under the circumstances, they were but one body, so that female ghost could naturally leave without harm and exit Paradise Manor openly. Therefore, the one who stole the fetus spirit must be a female ghost, as well as the mother of that child. Locking down the ghost city, then bringing forth all the female ghosts who appeared on the street before and after the fire to investigate, would surely lead them to the culprit. Thinking back, Hua Chang must have thought of all of this the moment they entered the side chamber. Suddenly, Lan Chang let out a loud scream and covered her own belly in a mad fit. Mm-hmm.